This is the Talk Theater in Chicago interview podcast. I'm your host this week, Anne Nicholson-Weber, and my guests are Ron O.J. Parson, who is directing the production of Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry, currently uh, being produced at Timeline Theater, and also Greta Oglesby, who plays Lena Younger, the, the mother, as I think of it. And I want to talk to them about what I think is a really extraordinary production and a particularly beautiful performance by Greta. Um, and I thought, Ron, if you could just start by talking about what it's like when you when you address a classic text like Raisin in the Sun, which I know you've been involved in several productions of. Well, Is that I, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, I've I've played Walter Lee. I've directed it. I was in the uh, anniversary production with Esther Rowe and Delroy Lindo, which was the, uh, I'm in the book. That's what I, I like to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though I was just a moving man, I was in you the book. You were there. You were there. <laughs> I understudied Delroy for a year and a half, so it was, it was a great experience. But every classic text, like you say, is different. I, I personally, with certain classic texts, like Raisin and Sun, like to remain true to the vision of the author. And I think it's really an honor to be doing it in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, Timeline, you know, has a great idea, had a great idea of doing this in the city where it takes place to show the housing discrimination issues that still plague the city. Um, and so I think in that sense, taking a classic text like this and remaining true to what Lorraine had intended it to be is uh, paramount to uh, my my philosophy in directing it. So that's kind of where the way we approached it. Are there things that in other productions, when when you've been involved in other productions, um, you've thought when I do mine, and I know you've done it before, but you you know when I do my raisin, it's going to be more this or less that or. Well, actually, no, because I was always in in productions of it that I thought were close to what it should be. Mm -hmm. One of them was with Philip Rose and Robert Nimeroff, who were, who was married to Lorraine. Philip Rose was the original producer. Hal Scott, who directed it, was in the original. So they were all maintaining that philosophy. John mm -hmm. Fiedler, who played Mr. Lindner in the original, played Mr. Lindner in the one I was in. So, you know, getting those kind of insights and stories about what it was like when Lorraine was there. Yeah. And uh so we were able, you know, I didn't I didn't really look at it that way. I just looked at it like, oh, I'd love to 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 be able to keep this play alive forever. Yeah. And um, yeah. you know, so that's how I feel about it. Um and whenever you do a new production of a play, it comes out different somehow. I mean, not least because it's new actors who bring oh, for themselves sure. to for it. Sure. We had just done this in Milwaukee at Milwaukee Rep. Uh, different cast except for, uh, Lena, Greta, and Millie, who plays Benita. Uh -huh. So automatically there were some different things. And that was, you know, a big house. It was 600 seat theater. And here we are, 99 seat theater, and it's so intimate, which automatically has changed how the actors, uh, are approaching it and how they feel about it. I would imagine right. Greta could probably uh, respond to that. Absolutely. Uh, a, a friend of mine came opening night uh, and she asked me because she had seen the production in Milwaukee and she said, well, how do you feel working in this, in this small space? Mm. And um, I, I told her, I said, I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. It's um, 
it's a really different dynamic, but it is. It's very close and very intimate. And, uh, and it keeps you so honest as an actor. I, you have nothing, uh, there's nothing the audience can't see right. or hear or feel, um, because they are right there. Like right. I, I told right. Ron, I said, they are up in the house. <laughs> right, right. They we are ha- all up in the house. Yeah, I said, uh, I right. said, they can see your nose hairs, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> we had those seats that are right in the front row in the center section so that oh, yeah. the people going behind the couch were, yeah. I had to keep, you know, uncrossing my legs oh, yeah. and pulling in my feet so I wouldn't Absolutely. trip Trip-less. somebody up. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, we were right in your face. So it's a little more, I would think, like acting for the camera than it is in a big house. I mean, you've got that same, you can, be much smaller and still be yeah and and it was it was it was really an adjustment coming from uh the large house in in wisconsin uh and and (laughs) ron would always have to pull us back yeah yeah that was something we stressed yeah Uh he'd have to you know to to really stress to us to to find the nuances but i think that's the beauty of it though you do you find really uh beautiful nuances and different levels and um, it's, it's such a warm space. And I think, uh, I, I love working in this small I space. I mean, when I watch the audience sometimes, uh, you know, in this space, it's, it's different than watching people in a big house because these, these people are so invested and so close that they just, they take it in a, even a different way. Mm-hmm. They feel like, like you say, they, they're in the living room. Mm-hmm. They have to come through the door of the apartment to come to their seat. Down that hall yeah. that Brian Sidney Beverage uh, yeah, has uh, had, designed. We, yeah. and so already it makes them feel like, okay, I'm in here now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they walk in that and see the, 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 the apartment, the set, it's not really a set. It's more like, you know, somebody's house. Right, right. <laughs> so that, that was one thing we stressed. I think the audience maybe has a, a higher level of accountability in a space like mm-hmm. that. You're you're aware that the actors are aware of you yeah. in this very yeah, acute way. Yeah, but cell way. phones still go off. Yeah. You'd oh, be yeah. amazed. Yeah, it yeah. really people, that people still talk. It, it's really? weird. In yeah. the first act the other night, uh, <laughs> and you know, uh, some people, you know, and although this is a classic piece and it was done, you know, fifty years ago. Some people still have never seen this right. production or the show. Sure, yeah. That's what surprised me. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, so there still are plot surprises for people. Oh my gosh. Yeah, At yeah. the end of yeah. the first act, one, <laughs> it was two ladies, they were together. Uh-huh. And, uh, at the end of this, the first act, when I say somebody get me my hat and those lights go down, one woman, she reached over to her friend and she said, <sighs> This is too much. <laughs> this is too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, but there's a lot of classic plays that you 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 assume that everybody's read or heard. Yeah. But, you know, every time I do one, you know, when I do, I do a lot of August Wilson and um and some places say, well, everybody does August, everybody's seen August. Mm-hmm. And then when people come into the theater, they're it's their first time. Right. Yeah. And then some people are coming to the theater for the first time. Right. And that, that really amazes me too. For this to be the first play that somebody sees, I think it makes them want to come back to the theater. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, cause it's a compelling drama. Well, and it, it seems that to me there, there are two approaches you take when you do a classic text. And one is, I'm going to say something new about it. We're talking before the, um, interview about this production of Glass Menagerie where there's kind of a new twist or a new take and you, you see it in a new way. But the other way is just what you're saying, Ron, that, that these plays have to have an ongoing life. You've got to keep doing them. And that doesn't mean you have to keep 
innovating in how you do them. You just do them well. Well, and I think if you do if you do a a good solid production of it that way, it will live on. Have you two worked bef- together before the Milwaukee production? Uh, yes. And just in theater period. Yeah. Oh, I knew Greta when she was just starting out. <laughs> she, yeah. She was. She wasn't very good back then. <laughs> no, back at ETA, you know. Yeah, yeah. You uh-huh. know, back on the South Side. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I go way back. And I knew, you know, when she blew up, you know, she became, you know, Greta Oglesby, you know. Right. <laughs> I said, you know, one of the things about this production in particular, because we had just done it in Milwaukee, and I told PJ, I said, well, man, if I can get Greta into it, uh, I think, you know, w- w- we can start there. Yeah. Because it, it's hard. You know, Timeline's a smaller theater, and for us, you know, you know, have worked, we've worked at different big houses and small houses, but I think we all, uh, and I will speak for Greta on this though, sometimes we like to come home and come to the smaller theater because that's where we started, mm-hmm. you know, and I think again, this tiny house and this intimate setting is what makes theater different from anything else we do. Right. So that, right. that happened. Once that happened, it, it kind of set the tone. Well, and uh, I mean, my own uh, experience of this production is that much more than I remember, it's about Greta's character. And that may be because of her performance. I don't know. I mean, it's a wonderful cast, but I feel like this performance is the heart of this production. And I don't know if that's always the case with that character. I, I, I'm I, probably not. I'm sure not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I think it probably varies, you know, production to production. Right. Um, and then I think it probably depends on what really resonates with with different people when they walk away from right, the play. Right. Um so I'm sure you'll get some people who walk away saying that from this production saw it differently. Sure exactly. and and say that you know Walter, Walter Lee it's right. it's it's Walter Lee's story huh. right. and, you know so I um Well it's an ongoing debate actually uh even in the early stages when she first wrote it. Uh Claudia McNeil and Sidney Poitier they there was there was a little battle of who's the play who, right. who's, who's the protagonist who's, who's the star of the play. Right, you know? yeah. Um, originally, Benita was the premier character because that's really basically Lorraine. Her alter ego. Um, yeah. but you know, in the early stages when they, when they were able to get Sidney Poitier to sign on, uh, she did some rewriting and she added some stuff to, to highlight that, you know. So I think every production of it probably, depending on how it's directed too, would, would kind of highlight a different, you know, character. But Aspect, I think yeah. there's somebody, there's a character for everybody. Uh, reading reviews, because I haven't, I don't, I don't know that I've seen it live before. I, I certainly it's not a play I've seen lots of times. Um, but reading reviews, I get the impression that, um, this character, Greta, your character of Lena can be done in a way that seems more, uh, unidimensional, I guess. It, she is often done very, uh, you know, loud and, and angry mm. and mean and all of that. And, uh, that's, that's something that I definitely don't see that, yeah, you know, right, so, right. um, and even, you know, when a lot of people came in to audition for the role before we knew Greta was, was going to do it. You um, auditioned other people <laughs> oh for, for understudy, just for the understudy. 
<laughs> they were they were coming in so angry, you uh-huh, know, like uh-huh. it was, you know, they were mad at Walter Lee. Uh-huh. And I was like, no, you're not mad at him. There's a lot of things going on there. Yeah. There's no one word that can describe any character in the play. Right, yeah. right. And Gerard came to me early on. Because this is kind of like maybe his first big thing. And he's playing Walter. Yeah. yeah, and he came and he said, he said, man, he's not angry, is he? He's not always time. I said, no, man, no, mm-hmm. he ain't angry. You'll find. He's not always you know, anything. No, yeah. he's not always anything. And mm-hmm. I also said, look, for an African American actor as myself, I act too. Being the angry black man is the easiest thing yeah. to play. Yeah. You can, we can, we got black rage running all over the place, but it's the dim- multi-dimensional aspects of this character that make it the richness that it needs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you're right. It, it, that's what I mean about the play. I've seen productions of the play that, you know, I, I, I had to, I'm crying, but not because of the emotion. I'm crying because it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. Wrecked. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, you're right. Yeah. That, that does happen. But I, I think I, I'm hoping that we, you know, we touched on some nuance in this one. Uh, right. Yeah. So Greta, you understudied the part, um, on Broadway, um, Felicia Rashad. And yes. that was a 2004. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in what it's like when you've, um, been so steeped in another person's uh, conception of a role. Mm-hmm. And now you're starting over, you're doing it in Milwaukee and doing it here, and you hadn't done it in between, is that right? No. Right. So do you? Ha- is there any work you have to do, like slough off that other interpretation or not? Well, and I think it's, it's been, it's been a few years ago now. Mm-hmm. So, and I've had a lot of productions in between, of other roles. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. other roles that I've worked on. Yeah. So I, it was just, um, I didn't really have, uh, those images in my head anymore of mm-hmm. what, you know, what Felicia did. Uh, and she did an absolutely outstanding job every mm-hmm. night. It was, um, an honor to watch her at the back of the theater, uh, to just, right you know, go through the the journey every night. But I, I didn't have uh, those pictures in my head anymore, which uh, was nice. I yeah. think if I, it had been more recent, you know, I would have had to kind of, uh, you know, uh, slough that away. But no, I, I approached it as just a, a whole new project. And um, I, I, this, I, I love her, uh, Lena, so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've understudied her once before. Also, I understudied Irma Hall at the Goodman when they did it a few years uh, before uh, that, mm-hmm. uh, 2004. I'm not sure. I think maybe 2002, maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and um, I was way too young to even play <laughs> Lena at the time. And I think when I understudied Felicia, I was still too young. I, I don't think I had enough life experience um, but I'm at a, a point in my life now where I, I do have enough life experience and, uh, my son gave me a lot of life experience, so. a <laughs> <laughs> whole lot of life experience with uh-huh. my son. But, um, yeah, but I, I, um, I do think that Lena is a, a, a multifaceted character. Um, uh, I read, uh, some of the, uh, what Lorraine even wrote in, in the description of who she was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, she talked about her, uh, in a really beautiful way. And I think she's a woman who also carries a lot of grace, yes. you know, um, and she, uh, she wears love, you know, she, uh, I think she also mentioned something, um, about her, her carriage is, uh, as, as though she's, uh, this African woman who has a, 
um, who carries a, a bowl of something on top her of her head, head or, erect, you know, uh-huh. yes. And I'm still finding her. I, it's not like I found her yet. And I think I'll be still striving to find her throughout this, this entire production. Mm-hmm. And every night there, almost every night, not every night, cause sometimes I'm chasing Lena and she never even enters the building. <laughs> I'm just like, Lena! You're not supposed to you? say that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, people don't know it because that's when no, your technique takes right. over. Right, you do what no you did idea. when she was there, exactly. and it looks pretty much the same <laughs> yeah. to everybody else. Well, thank right. you, but it's um, it's it's a it's a great journey every night, and mm. most every night there's a new discovery, and it's, and those are the that's the beautiful thing about theater is that you get these little nuggets, um, these jewels, you know, every time you you Something put that new. character yeah. on. So I think also lovely. too what you were saying about uh, starting fresh, you know. Just, just past with Milwaukee, from here, it had to be some, some differences. Something different, yeah. sure. And what, how this has been received here in Chicago, it is overwhelming mm-hmm. to me. I, I mean, I, I don't read a lot of reviews, but, uh, people were telling me about these reviews and I was reading them and I, I was just like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't ask for a better response to a classic play that you love. And that's, right. again, that's one of the reasons I think Greta decided to do it with us is because she loves the play. Yeah. So, and I think, um, you know, everybody in it is like, you know, seems to be so excited about being and doing it every night, mm-hmm. you know. There I, there are just those productions that feel like, you know, the, the gods came down and touched them. And I don't, Imagine you get that many in a lifetime in the theater, do you? No, you don't. No, you don't. Uh, so it's, um, it's, it's a joy to come and do it every, every night. Every night. I, although Even I do when have Lena two of them. <laughs> I got two of them today. today. And it's, it's, um, it's still a joy to do it. I mean, it, um, I'm, I'm usually a little tired, a little tired after the second show. Right. It's, it's usually, uh, just, uh, getting through that second one after, uh-huh. uh, you know, Lena has kind of spent herself for the last time, you know, with Walter Lee. That's when I feel it. It's like, Oh God, just get me through the end of, you know, right. get me through the end. But, um, Right. Yeah, but it's a, it's a joy to do this this show every night. What does it do to you when the audience is weeping, which it certainly was when I in the production I was there? Oh, it's um it's very humbling uh to know that you can touch people in that in that way mm-hmm. and um I don't know. I don't I don't take any any of it for granted. Um and I don't uh I don't know. I don't think it's anything that I personally have done or I don't know. I, again, I just think it's just, you know, the universe just smiling on us or uh, something. It's, uh-huh. um, I could imagine that it could do, it could pull you out of a performance. Maybe. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. It's <laughs> the, the opposite. No, a cell phone will, but uh-huh. not, not somebody, you know, no, I think shedding it just tears. makes it uh-huh. richer. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, it makes, it makes you feel at least, you know, when I'm acting, it makes you feel the emotion more, mm-hmm. I think, when mm-hmm. you, you're affecting people like that. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've heard people talk in comedy, it can happen that you so much want the laughs mm-hmm. that sometimes you'll push something or you'll lie just a little bit mm-hmm. to get that. And mm-hmm. I wondered if it can be the same with, with moving people. Um, 
I've never had that experience. No? Okay. I've never had that experience. It's, um, it, again, I, I, what Ron said, I think it just makes the whole experience richer for uh-huh. us as, as the actors and also, you know, the folks in the audience. I could see how what you mean in comedy, you know, cause some people might take it a little vaudevillian or whatever mm-hmm. if you got people laughing at certain things. So points. much fun to make them laugh. Yeah, you just exactly. want to do some so more I'm of that. Do more to <laughs> right. make them laugh. Right. Um, but in this, I don't, I think you, it's so rich that you you just you you delve into the emotion that you're already there you know uh-huh. i mean you know it just makes it deeper mm-hmm. greta you i want to go back to something you said which was the performances when lena doesn't come to the theater you're chasing her and she never comes is there any way you can describe to someone who's not an actor that difference when when you are i guess inspired might be the word or when you just completely feel the character and those other nights when you have to work to do the part <laughs> You know, I don't have a lot of rituals or anything, you know, that I do before mm-hmm. a show. I do say a little prayer every time I come on. Um, but I always, um, you know, center myself uh, with whatever that, you know, you have to tap into the thing that's in you um, to, to for me to be able to get to the to get to the core of a character and to, and to stay there for the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I am there. I know there was one night and it just took me out of the play and I was chasing Lena the whole night after that, but I left the stage and <laughs> was having a really good show. I, I, I heard Lena's voice the whole time. Cause I mm. hate it when I hear my own voice. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's anyway. So this yeah. time I, I, I went, out of the door and the freaking doorknob fell off. <laughs> and I, what happened is I was closing the door from the inside behind me, but the knob fell out back on the stage. Uh, so I had to like open the door and pick it up. And I was like, Oh yeah. God. So that just took me all the way out of the play. Mm-hmm. And I, and so and then after that, I was like, I was chasing Lena the whole night. Yeah, and so yeah. I could never. I never heard her voice again. I just heard Greta and I just heard Greta, you know, just saying the lines. And Uh anyway, like I said, the audience doesn't know it, but I know it and it just, you know. So maybe it sounds like what you're describing is that feeling that all of us sometimes have when we're suddenly seeing ourselves in that self-conscious way where you're not just being yourself, but you're seeing yourself be yourself. And so it sounds like that's what it's like when you're not in the character. That's really interesting. Absolutely. Well, was there, um, was there anything, Greta, for you that was, really hard to do in this character? Uh, Interesting question. I've never, <laughs> never got that one before. Um, I'm going to say no. Um, That's a fine answer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I go, I'm going to say no. I just, mm-hmm. uh, she's so familiar to me. She's mm-hmm. You know, she's my mother. She's my grandmother. She's every one of my aunts, you know, so I have a lot of people, you know, in my head and that I can reference to, um, you know, to shape who she is. So, um, and the the language, of course, is, is, is so, you know, ingrained in me. Right. Right. It, it really is. And, um, I mean, God knows I've had some tough characters, uh, to, to pull off every night, but, but Lena, no, and I, yeah, she is. She's Mm -hmm. so, it really is like playing a musical instrument Mm -hmm. once, once you, you get, uh, get the rhythm, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's why I know 
the people, actors were joking about because I, I wasn't really looking at the script sometimes mm-hmm. and I would hear, you know, a word music. that's wrong and mm-hmm. you go, you know, that's, I was that's like, no, that's, right. That's that, I word. know that didn't land right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're messing up the music. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like music and, uh, you know, when a musician plays a wrong note, he knows it. Right. When you hear it right, and what I consider right is the music mm-hmm. of it. It really, it really. It sings. Yeah, it, it sings. sings. Yeah. It really sings. Yeah. It does. And yet it's very simple. It's not, um, showy, I feel like, the language in general. It, just, oh, yeah. it seems very all. natural. It's but very so natural. natural. Mm-hmm. You so know, natural. it's the way we talk, you know, and that's what she really captured, you know, the little idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. and the little grammatical, gr- grammar, uh, grammatical things that are wrong or right. Or, you know, sometimes. <laughs> that us educated so, actors it, sometimes right. want to correct. <laughs> uh-huh. and sometimes, you know, right. it's like we talk though. Sometimes we're correct when we talk and sometimes we're incorrect. Uh-huh. And I think that's, that plays in, into, <laughs> into it too. So. What in the play does seem dated to you? At the time, it was two things. It was just a beautiful family drama, which it still is. And it was a very topical um, social commentary, some of which I think still lands right. and and some less so. I mean, well, for, for instance, just, you know, to kind of show my hand. For me, the whole, um, this discovery of African roots, which Beneath is going through, that seems like that was then to me. Now, maybe that's a speaking yeah. as a white person. I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I have to disagree with mm-hmm. you that, on that. I think a lot of places, a lot of the youth of today don't even want to connect with their African roots. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to, they don't want to listen to the blues. They don't want to listen to jazz. They want to move forward and act like that's, you know, oh, that's past. That's, that's history. We don't need to do that anymore. So I think, Finding the the African essence of of her character in the in the piece, mm. I think it's still relevant. I really mm-hmm. do. I think there's still uh, a need for for that, and I think uh, her discovery of it, you know, uh, is is really interesting. And I think uh, a lot of people aren't discovering that Sorry, about yeah. themselves. It's not like that's old hat. It's really exa- been lost exa- again. It's been lost. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good point. And yeah. I think, like for instance, in the movie version of the play. Um, they cut out the fact that she cut her hair off and had mm-hmm. an afro. Mm-hmm. Um, now that had, the natural has gone through. I mean, you look around, you don't see right. women wearing their hair natural. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, maybe it's dated how big a thing that was for her. But, uh, but, but the, maybe it would be radical again. Yeah. I, oh, I, don't I know. think it, I think it has become radical. I do. Again. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got, there's so many websites now for, you know, black women who are wearing natural hair. And mm-hmm. my, my daughter is one of them. Her thesis, uh, in college was about, uh, the evolution of black women in their hair mm-hmm. and, you know, us going back to natural hair. And, uh, so it's, um, there's a whole resurgence. It's a of, cycle. Yeah. yeah. It's a cycle. I mean, there was a time though when, when, uh, hairdressers and beauty salons were suffering because everybody was wearing their afros, right, you know, they right. weren't going yeah. to get their hair straightened and, you right. know, whatever. So it, that is, that is interesting. What goes around comes around. Yeah. 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 Gets needed again. Mm-hmm. Well, one more question. Is it, how different is the experience for you making theater with an essentially all black cast? Is that, is that really different? Not different? Does it matter? Is it worth talking about? <laughs> That's an interesting question. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's funny because 
you know, a lot of black directors get pigeonholed to just do right. plays, uh, you know, in, in this genre. And, um, I mean, we're still fighting to, to open that up. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a few of us that, that, you know, that, you know, cross over a little bit, you know, um, you know, people like Timothy Douglas and Taswell Thompson and, uh, Kenny Leon, for instance. Um, and you certainly do here in well, Chicago, Well, right? you know, it, it's starting to open up a little bit more. Mm. But, the, you know, what I always try to tell people is that when we train, we train in mostly other things besides black theater. Right. We get to do that when we get in the in the in the in the professional world because the the pigeonhole thing. Right. But you know, I studied, you know, Pinter and Chekhov and Ibsen. Right. You know, Beckett, uh Shakespeare. But in the real world we don't I don't really You're doing we, don't, Wilson we, we don't get a Pinsbury, lot of that. Right. Now, granted, I love doing August Wilson. I love doing things that are me. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but it, it, you know, it's just, it, it needs to open up to mm-hmm. good directors or good directors. Right. Uh, right. Black culture, of course, is, you know, is what we are. It's who we are. And we understand that. But we also understand the theatricality of the classics, as you said in the mm-hmm. beginning. The classic theater is classic theater. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's an interesting question. As far as it being different, yes, it is different. You know, when we're in a room with ourselves and we talk, you know, um, we touch on things that I don't think a lot of Caucasian uh, directors might not even consider. Mm. Different things that we know about ourselves uh, that they can't know. Um, I would even say like a Jewish director would have more insight in directing a play about Jewish culture mm. or a Irish director would have more insight in directing a play about the Irish culture. Sure. So I think that's that's understandable mm-hmm. to do that. But I think as far as uh you know we, Shakespeare, nobody's gonna be able to say this is my Yeah Elizabeth in England, you know, that's where I grew and up, that's man. One I can that, talk that about that. One is that every you know, everybody accepts okay. Shakespeare we can Anybody do can any do, right. kind of way. Right. And uh I think he's cool with that. Right. right. He ain't caring about it, you know. (laughs) Thank you very much for joining me to talk about it. Mm 